What's up, y'all? It's Zach. And listen, y'all, Living Corporate is partnering with the Coalition of Black Excellence, or CBE, a nonprofit organization based in California, in bringing in a special speaker series to promote their CBE Week, an annual week-long event designed to highlight excellence in the black community, connect black professionals across sectors, and provide opportunities for the professional development and community engagement that will positively transform the black community. This is a special series where we spotlight movers and shakers who will be speakers during CBE Week. Today, we are blessed to have Adamica Ajello. Adamica is a strategist, leader, entrepreneur, educator, and mentor. Her 11-plus year career spans over some of the world's largest companies, and she's leveraged her passion for the betterment of underrepresented people to launch programming that helps build STEM capabilities for black girls. But don't let don't let me give away too much of the sauce. Adamica, welcome to the show. How are you doing, ma'am? I am doing well. Thank you for having me here. Um, just really trying to stay indoors just with the poor air quality that we're having in the barrier. But besides that, I am doing well. Absolutely. That and yet yes, that's that's a um, that's a poignant point. I know that uh, the wildfires have been crazy. My my uh, sister in law she lives in San Francisco and she's telling me they can, she can smell the smoke. Like she can smell it. Yes. Um, I'm able to smell the smoke too in the air as well. And I'm, and I live in Oakland. My goodness gracious. I'm uh, well, so glad that you're safe. And uh, of course our, our prayers go to the, to the folks out there. And I know that um, news is developing and on, on the condition. Wow. Um, so for those of us who don't know you, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a Oakland native uh, via Nigerian parents. Uh, both of my parents uh, are immigrants from um, Nigeria, but I was born and raised um, in Oakland, California. Went to school down in Los Angeles, went to Occidental College, and I've always had a passion for the STEM fields, uh, major in math. And then upon graduation, I came back and started working for Kaiser Permanente. And did my MBA program here in Oakland at Holy Names University. I really have a passion uh, for getting young girls excited about uh, STEM education and career opportunities. And I am a diehard uh, Warriors fan. I really love basketball. I played basketball also um, in college. But yeah, I'm just someone um, that also just works and uses my spare time to really give back to the community I grew up in. That's awesome. And that actually reminds really kind of leads me into my next question about your nonprofit. Can you talk to us a little bit about about the program, um, its origin? I want you to tell the audience the name of the program and the vision of it, too. Okay. So the name of our program is Self East STEM, and we were founded in 2014. And sort of the um, vision behind self-esteem came from my, I would say, I hate to say it, but painful experience as I transitioned from high school to college and found out uh, kind of like the hard way that um, there weren't that many people that looked like me in the STEM field. Hmm. And there were a lot of obstacles. There were actually a lot of people who were actually resistant to seeing someone like me um, walk into their physics classroom or their math classroom or their chemistry uh, uh, classroom um, in college. Um, So my father was a chemical engineer uh, by trade, graduated from UC Berkeley, and he really instilled the resiliency in me to pursue uh, my STEM um, education and career pathways. Um, However, I imagine if I didn't have that solid foundation, you know, uh, would I have continued down um, the STEM pipeline? So my vision is like, 
there's probably other girls, young girls out there who don't have that strong support model. Um, so the vision is just really to provide the girls support at um, young women, um, primarily young women uh, of color, um, that support to pursue their STEM education and STEM career path throughout the critical stages of the STEM pipeline. Um, and the name for self-esteem, um, it's really uh, sort of like the play on the world of self-esteem. Mm -hmm. And what we try to do is really build the girl's self-efficacy and build their self-esteem um, self um, by promoting um, STEM um, and education uh, career opportunities for them. That's awesome. And, you know, it, it's interesting because I, I think I can't overstate the fact that the future of AI and machine learning is leaving... Um, even more black and brown folks behind than we already are, right? So, like, in the year, by the year 2025, the workforce is going to look way different than it is. And we've had some earlier podcasts on Living Corporate talking about the workforce of the future and how, um, you know, things are really gearing to rev up even more. And that folks who are, again, already disenfranchised, already for factors that are beyond their control, lacking access to the tools and information and resources um, so that they can really be set up for success, um, that they're going to be even more at an advantage, at a disadvantage. And so while everyone doesn't need to be a coder, there needs to be some type of radical uptick, I believe, in our in our technical uh, literacy. And so how do you help prospective members of self-esteem get over the perception this is just so beyond anything that they could do? So what we do, um, it's really in our, our program service deliver, uh, delivery model. Um, so what makes us unique is uh, what we try to do is to have this approach of demystifying STEM. And what we do is that we try to make sure that when we're providing our programs, or if we deliver any type of workshops, that we make it culturally relevant, gender specific, and really connect STEM concepts to things that they're very interested in. So for example, we had one workshop called My Lip Gloss is Poppin'. And <laughs> in the workshop, the outcome was for the girls to create their own lip, lip gloss. You know, they got really excited by that. But through the process, they started to understand the chemical compounds behind uh, lip gloss. Wow. And then we started to also have guest speakers that people that work in um, the makeup industry and talk about the chemistry behind it to actually say like, you know, this is looking at makeup from a scientific uh, um, perspective. Um, and the girls were just like, wow, um, that's amazing. Um, and then also another approach that we tried to do is just really give the young girls role models for our volunteers and our partnerships. We try to um, do our best to make sure that the representation is there, that when they're going to these events, that they also, and we're looking at an engineer, that the engineer that's speaking to them or that's working with them um, looks like themselves. Uh, because I know that that's very uh, key in sparking the interest in the young girls. And then the the last thing that we try to do, I, I would say it's sort of like a re-engineering, what do they want their life to be? Um, and trying to get them to really to be in the space of dreaming and then highlight you know, some information about stats, about the uh, STEM careers and how they can help you set up and allow you to afford the lifestyle that you desire. Because a lot of the girls, um, although we're tapping to the underserved community, they still have those big dreams and we encourage them to dream. And then we try to highlight and connect and say, based off your dreams, you know, these following career paths will allow you the opportunity to afford the lifestyle that you're looking to create. That's incredible. And, and it's so interesting you're, when you the example that you give around lip gloss and makeup. And I think it really underpins the reality that STEM is in everything that we do and everything that yes. we touch. 
and it's it's easy. I don't know. It's just easy to it's easy to get distracted or to get to get a bit discouraged because I know for me growing up, so my father was a mathematics major, uh, but you know for me, math was just always difficult. It was just it was um, it was intimidating to me, and a lot of times I just psyched myself out like I can't really do this. I can't really do this. And you know while I'm certainly better at math now, um, I do wish that I would have dug my heels in a bit deeper <laughs> when it came to really engaging STEM because. It's just in so much of what we do. So that's incredible. Um, and it actually leads me into my next question, which is around the exploration camp within self-esteem. Can you share more about that uh, aspect of the program and all that it entails and, and maybe some some successes and stories around that? Uh, yes. So that um, the STEM exploration camp is our signature or flagship pillar of our what we call our early STEM immersion programs. And with that, um, the STEM exploration camp is a one week summer camp that provides STEM curriculum and career exposure through a culturally responsive lens. So that example of the lip gloss uh, workshop, that was one of the workshops that we had in our prior years of our STEM exploration camp. But we also know that just having the girls only for the summertime is not enough. So there's other two there's other two components of our early STEM immersion program. So we also have a STEM networking club, and what that is is a weekend program that really creates hands-on field trips and interactive conversations with STEM professionals. So with that, our model is to really try to take this approach of what linked learning, and that's to get out of the classroom and the things that they're learning in the classroom and actually link it to actually a career path or a career field so they can see how um, the information that they're learning in school can help them in the future with every career path they decide to select. And then the third part of our program, our early STEM immersion program, is our robotics club, which I'm super excited uh, about this. And our robotics club is a weekly after-school first uh, robotics program encouraging coding and engineering principles, tackling real-world problems, um, and then what we try to do is to set the select a group or a cohort of people in a robotics club to uh, have some type of challenges or missions. And they get the opportunity to compete, friendly competition, to compete against each other to see who can accomplish um, the task or the mission through uh, programming their robot. And in 2007, um, and I know it's 2007, um, this is this statement is also something that um, that our organization is proud of. But then also, too, it highlights that we need more work. We were the first all-girls team, all-girls underrepresented minority team to compete in a first Lego League uh, NorCal competition. Wow. But while we're really excited about that, it still highlights the fact in 2017 that we still have more work to do. Absolutely. um, This year in 2008, we launched our first tech challenge team, which is in a more advanced robotics team where the young girls um, actually configured and assembled their own robot and they had to code and program it for it to uh for the robots to achieve their own uh certain missions and tasks um through our program so we're really excited about that and and really excited at the work and the effort that our robotics club teams are are putting forward that's incredible wow now i recognize that this program is primarily focused on uh young women of color black girls brown girls what could someone who's interested in supporting self-esteem for for folks who are in corporate America, what are opportunities for them to kind of give back or really support the program? Oh, that's a great question. Well, on our website um, on www.selfesteem.org, and that's S-E-L-F-S-T-E-E-M. 
www.ecm.org. On our contacts tab, um, people can um, per, uh, can go on our contacts tab and sign up to join our um, emailing list. And what we do is that we send out information about upcoming uh, workshop opportunities where people can volunteer um, and, and get engaged. Um, in addition to that, people can also go on, on our events tab and also see the upcoming uh, events uh, and programs that we have um, um, currently uh, running uh, and, and, and are in operation. Um, and also, too, if anybody has any questions of wanting to donate, we always need um, resources, volunteer resources. Um, it's a key source, but in addition to financial resources, if they wanted to make a donation or a partner, um, a partnership opportunity with the company uh, that they work for, um, they can either email us at info at selfesteem.org or go visit our contact tab on our website to see other forms to, um, to, to get in contact with us. So thank you for sharing all the information about how to contact and reach and donate. But there, is there anything else, any other ways that uh, folks can support self-esteem? Uh, yes, we have our annual fundraiser. Um, it's Martini Splash Fundraiser um, happening um, Saturday, May 4th, 2019 at... 7.30 p.m. at the California Ballroom in Oakland, California. So people can definitely subscribe to our newsletter and, and even follow our social media pages at Self Esteem on Instagram and on Facebook to get the latest information um, on when tickets are going to be released and for sale. But definitely coming out and supporting us at our annual fundraiser. And we definitely keep it lit and very fun. Um, and people will have a great time. But the fundraiser is another option to support our organization. That's awesome. Well, we'll make sure, like I said before, we'll make sure to um, have all this information in the show notes. Uh, but this is great. Okay. That's incredible. I can just tell, I'm so excited just to hear about all of the things that, that self esteem is doing. And it's just, it's just really incredible. Like, robot like I, this is the thing for me right so and i'm sorry i know you already you've already come and gone by this example but robots like make like as a as a little boy like i just remember me making like just thinking about me making a robot was just so complex to me like i and just the the practical ways that you're reaching and inspiring and teaching these girls is incredible and to your point um plenty more work to do and so I hope that our audience is hearing this, they're hearing your information, um, and that they actually pay attention and engage. And we'll make sure that we have your, uh, that we'll have self stems all the, the relevant information on how to get in, in contact with you all, how to donate, how to support in the show notes as well. Um, before we go, though, do you have any parting words? I just, um, I do have some um, important words. Um, just for the listeners, uh, one of the things that I wanted to highlight um, um, is to really push for um, the message that STEM literacy for youth in the United States has become a, a matter of national security. Um, the STEM education and career fields um, are the gateway to America's con continued economic competitiveness um, and national security. So um, we have to make significant investments in our youth interests and engagements towards STEM fields, as well as their interest and willingness to select um, STEM education um, majors, I mean STEM majors, as well as uh, STEM uh, career pathways. 
Um, it is projected that um, by um, 2022, um, between the time of 2012 to 2020 uh, to 2022, it was projected uh, that companies uh, would need uh, approximately 1.6 million employees who possess some basic STEM literacy. So um, just to really highlight the importance of it, that it's not necessarily just for uh, the kids' uh, ability that uh, and their skill set that is something that's needed, but this is something that is needed on the national level, and it has been um, an imperative for our, our national security as well as our economic uh, competitiveness in the global economy. Hey, Amen. Come on now. You got me excited. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, that does it for us, y'all. Thank you for joining us on the Living Corporate Podcast, a special series sponsored by the Coalition of Black Excellence. To learn more about CBE, check out their website, www.cbeweek.com. Now, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Living Corporate, Twitter at Living Corp underscore pod, and subscribe to our newsletter through living-corporate.com. If you have a question you'd like for us to answer and read on the show, make sure you email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. This has been Zach, and you've been listening to Adam Agello, founder of Self Esteem. Peace. Living Corporate is a podcast by Living Corporate LLC. Our logo was designed by David Dawkins. Our theme music was produced by Ken Brown. Additional music production by Antoine Franklin for Musical Elevation. Post-production is handled by Jeremy Jackson. Got a topic suggestion? Email us at livingcorporatepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and living-corporate.com. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned.